What is this show? That's what I'm saying to you. <laughs> okay. Great. All right. Uh, something that's not vegan. But. Back in another week. Uh, it's the Alex Stroke Podcast. That's Victor Hensley joining me this week. We're going to talk uh, probably about the NBA and the NFL. I don't, I don't know where we're going. Uh, but right before I pressed record, he, he asked me what he was doing here, what show he was on. Guy doesn't even know why we're sitting on a Zoom session. So I guess no what, what, do you, what do you think you're here for? Do you actually have uh, no idea? Um, I mean, last time I, I heard you did like to talk about sports. So I assume it's something about sports. But it could be – I mean, it could be anything. We could be talking about like – the best shelves to buy and, and renovate to put in your room. Like, I don't know what this is about. Is this like a home improvement show now? Dude, I don't... That, that's, so that's the thing. Like if this was early COVID, so like if this was in May and I told you to jump on a, a podcast, I'm sure we, we would have been talking about like the fucking Tiger King or, you know, something we, something we, we binge watched uh, drunk on the couch uh, on, HB, on HGTV or something. So That's the best channel. Yeah, um, no, no doubt about it. I, I, I actually don't know if I've ever watched HBT, HBT, HGTV. HGTV, Home and Garden Television. You, you oh. tell me you've never, you've never watched like House Hunters? Like I've seen clips Man, and bits fun. and pieces, but I, I don't know if I've ever actually watched a, a full show of it now. I'd rather watch that in the Zoom Bowl. Hot take. Wow, I, I don't know why you're here. Um, that's, why, that's literally what I said like two yeah, minutes that's, ago. Yeah, that's not about Now let's begin. Was never focused on getting bigger, just getting better That's why I keep getting bigger after every record Said I got lucky the last record that y'all was blessed with Watch me give you sequels, I'm Danny Glover and Lethal Weapon Let's start in the NBA because there's a couple things I want to talk about there Obviously, uh, the Lakers won the title, we all know this by now LeBron wins a title with, with a third team now And a finals MVP with a third team now uh, what, what was your takeaway? Did you watch any of that series? Did you, did you get, did you have bubble fatigue? I know a lot of people tuned out as, as uh, the NBA finals uh, viewership was pretty low, but uh, curious on your thoughts on that. Yeah, I, did, I didn't watch it. Well, I think I watched a little bit of like game two or something like that. Okay. I didn't, I, I think I also had that moment where, cause, cause it's, it's October strofe. It's like, it's not supposed to be the NBA finals right now. So right. it almost feels like it's not real. Like that wasn't even really all my radar things. Like you know, I love the NBA. I love sport, all things sports and everything. Like, but when it came to the the finals and really like the the conference finals, even I just somehow for some reason just got completely disinterested. And not to mention like the the matchup, Miami Heat. And I'm not a big Lakers guy myself, so it was kind of just like I. I, I mean, I didn't really care who won. Like it, and honestly, I think we all pretty much knew the Lakers were going to dominate that series. So, yeah, it was uh, it was not that appealing to me either. I watched uh, most of it. I think of uh, four or how many games were there? Six. I think I watched six, four of yeah. the six, if not five of the six, or, or most of them. So, I stayed tuned in. But I, again, I, I had that <clears throat> bubble fatigue. I don't want to use the term asterisk because I feel like a lot of people are going to uh, on this title. Where, where do you fall into that debate? Is this an asterisk title? I think a lot of people are going off of the, the, the whole fact of like, oh, it's not like a real NBA playoffs because you don't have the, the home court atmosphere and all that kind of stuff. Like, obviously, one thing we saw in this playoff, this, these playoffs, don't, don't know the plural of that. That's, it's it's that's, okay. That's wonky. Um, You're not going to get dragged for that. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll see. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the thing about this playoffs was these playoffs – 
or that we saw a lot of lower seeds, you know, go further, right? I mean, obviously, the Lakers never well, played. The Lakers a were a one seed. They made it pretty well, far. Right, they, they did. But they didn't play a one or a two seed the entire time. Like, the highest seed they played was a three true. seed, right? And That's true. so I think that obviously played into it was lower seeds were winning, probably because they didn't have to deal with the other teams' environments and having to play a game seven, you know, in, in their house or whatever. Um, but to for me – the the reason I might give this an asterisk is because of the the time off. It's like they took all that time off. Like teams, for example, your Milwaukee Bucks. Like, are you going to tell me right now they wouldn't have been in the NBA Finals if if this wouldn't have happened? Like, I think we all pretty much yeah. think they probably would have been there. Like the Pro- Miami Heat would not have been there. Yeah, I, I think the one team I was always worried about was Miami. Uh, yeah. I, I've, I've been on the record of that before the restart even happened, right? I mean, I, I thought Miami just matched the aggression better uh, or of the Bucks better than any team right. in the East. But, yeah, I, I still think if you, the Bucks are phenomenal at home um, and, and they're good on the road. I mean, I don't know. The, the, it just changes everything, right? It's so much yeah, I mean, different. I, I, I think, I mean, what, 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 it was what, a four-month break? Yeah, it was like legitimately the length of a regular offseason. Yeah, I mean, so it's understandable that teams would come in here with rust. And, and if there's one team that was rusty when they came back, it was the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, they looked like absolute snot rockets in second grade, <laughs> they dude. They were, they were not good. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I think, I think I'm not going to talk about the fans or any of that kind of stuff because, like, at the end of the day, the Lakers won the title fair and square. And right. Like, no, I'm with you. We all, I, it, if this happened in, you know, June, we would all said it was either probably going to be the Lakers or the Bucks. So right. like this, like the outcome does not surprise me at all. However, like the way they got there was a little bit different than I expected. It was funky because of the break. It, it, was, it was funky. Very funky. Yeah, man, I, I really wanted to see that Lakers Clippers conference final. So hear really me, but, but hear me out here, Vic. So that's that's why I'm glad you bring that up because I yeah. think I, I'm already really looking forward to this upcoming mm-hmm. season, which we assume will get underway in December. Uh, the NBA draft scheduled for like just over a month from now. November 18th is the date for that. I, I think there's like seven, eight, maybe even nine teams you could make a title case for, which I haven't yeah. felt this way about the association and probably in the, my entire tenure as a, uh, as a fan of the NBA. I don't know if there's been this much parity going into a season, you know, in the last decade. I mean, I look at Golden State. They're going to get Steph and Clay back. They already have Draymond. And by the way, they have a top five pick. They've got, yeah. obviously, the defending champions in the Lakers. Depending on what Paul George does, I, I still think with Kawhi, the Clippers are a contender. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, Denver was in, the, was in the conference finals this year. Uh, maybe if Dallas is able to grab a piece, they could probably yeah. make a case. I mean, yeah. they looked good. They've got Luka as their centerpiece already. And then you go to the east. You've got Miami, who's coming out of a finals run. You've got Milwaukee. You've got Boston. <clears> you've got Brooklyn, who's going to be added into the equation. Yeah with head coach Steve Nash. That's nine teams already. I mean. And Toronto as well. Can't forget about the Raptors. Toronto, of course. Yeah. Right. So there was, a, there was a number of teams that you could actually see winning the title, not just getting to the finals, which, I, again, I, I don't know the last time I felt this way, if ever, as an NBA fan. Yeah. I mean, I would say since LeBron made his decision to go to Miami, that was pretty much when – the super teams kind of started. Yeah, that's kind of when and, it took over the league, and that was, what, 2011, yeah. 2010, whatever that was? 2011, I think. I think that's right. me on that, but I think it was 2011, yeah. Maybe 2009, who knows? Uh, some, somewhere in there. <laughs> um, somewhere in that, that mid to late thousands, early 2010s. Long time ago. Something who like cares? that, yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. 
So, uh, last thing on the NBA, give me your way too early pick. I mean, if I, if I gave you $100 and I said throw this on a team right now today, you would go where? I mean, easy answer is the Lakers again. Really? Yeah. I, the reason I say that is because, I, first of all, I really want the Clippers to do something. However, if Paul George is going to come in here and play like he did in the play, playoff P – stinky playoff P is going to come out here and try to and play the way he did this year. Like it's not going to happen, but right. I, I want to say the Clippers. I want to say the Bucks because I, I, I think the Bucks just were rusty, but at the end of the day, like the Lakers, they have all the role players. They have two top five players in the league. Like it's hard to say the Lakers aren't just going to do it again. Yeah. I, I actually don't think I'd go that direction. I think I'd go golden state. I, I still don't want yeah, to count but, them out. What I need to see from Golden State is I need to see how Clay bounces back from his injury. That's number one. Yeah. I think he's going to be fine, but, I mean, that's number one. Then number two is I want to see who they get in the draft. Like, they could easily botch that pick. And- right, but maybe they grab a, a great contributor right from the get-go, or maybe they use it for draft capital or to, or to get a player yeah. or something like that. That'd be interesting. I lied. One more thing on the NBA quick, because uh, okay. you're a Magic fan. I got to ask. Your boy Dwight yeah. got his title. I didn't ask about oh, yeah. that. But not your boy. Where are you at with that? Like, what's the what's the relationship between you and Dwight Howard? You know, on the timeline after the Lakers won, I saw a lot a lot of Magic fans congratulating him, being excited for him. And at the end of the day, that's cool. Like, I'm glad he's he's doing something with his life. I mean, he didn't really do much to, to win that title. I don't, in Game Six, he played like the last minute of the game or something like that. Like, he didn't do anything. I thought um, he played, didn't he? I, I'm pretty I mean, he might have got in there at the tail end. Like, he didn't do much. He did not contribute as much as he would have 10 years ago, right? But I, I think, you know, at the end of the day, congratulations to him. I don't care anything about him. I mean, he ruined the organization for a decade, so I don't really care about him. But congratulations to him. I can't be too petty at this point. It's been a decade. That's fair. Well, you, you, you don't sound like you're not being too petty, but hey, well, that's I'm, fair. I, this, this is a professional show. so Yeah, so professional. Yeah, I can't air out my grievances here. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> that's, that's, that's for my diary later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is a good time to take a break and tell you that the Alex Drove podcast brought to you in part by the world's largest trivia contest coming up October 23rd. Through the 25th, it's hosted by 90FM of Stevens Point, Wisconsin, the radio station I work at. It's a nonprofit student-run radio station that holds an annual trivia contest, which is dubbed the world's largest trivia contest. For the first time ever, though, exclusively online, go to 90fmtrivia.org to register a team. You can play the entire contest, which runs from Friday, October 23rd through Sunday, October 25th, starting at 6 p.m. Friday till midnight. We crank it back up again, 8 a.m. Saturday morning until midnight. Same thing on Sunday, 8 a.m. to midnight. Eight questions an hour, all online. Hope you can play along. Go to 90fmtrivia.org. Okay, let's go to the world of football. Um, And I I don't even, I didn't plan anything out here. I just kind of wanted to free form talk. You know, there's only a few undefeated teams left. Tennessee yep. won last night over Buffalo. I think mm-hmm. that was that was fun on Tuesday night football. I guess we can start there. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, you know, I think the AFC is interesting, Vic, and I think it's been this way since the season started. Right? We look at the tier list, or maybe the the favorites to come out of the AFC. It goes one Kansas City, two Baltimore, and then everybody. I feel like I've had a lot of conversations. Maybe you have as well, where we're trying to figure out who like that third, fourth. Mm-hmm. fifth best team in the AFC are 
And, you know, it seems like Buffalo was probably in that three seed, but we forgot about Tennessee because they were too busy getting COVID and, and playing catch. In a, and ruining everybody's season. Yeah. Well, and playing catch in a Nashville high school parking lot when the <laughs> facilities – I mean, it's just yeah. an unbelievable story. But uh, <laughs> they looked really good on Tuesday, so I, I don't really well, know I mean, where the AFC is at. That's what two weeks of rest will get you. Um, I guess so. Pretty much two weeks of rest. Yeah, I, let, let me just touch on that for a second because I'm sure you saw – the, the tweet that the Titans put out last night with Taylor Lewan talking about, I, I don't even remember what he said, but it was like acting like they were like huge underdogs and all this kind of stuff. But, and it's like, why are they writing this story as if there's some kind of like the, the, the ugly stepchild that ever, that everybody should feel bad for. Like they literally broke the rules. They broke the COVID protocols and they got punished for it. And they're ruining, they're like, you know, hindering other people's other team seasons because of it. And they want to be the underdogs for some reason. We should like root for them. Like it's their fault. Like I, I don't know. I, that that's beside the point. But it really irritated me because I also see. I think I saw Tannehill say something like that. Um, how like people try to hate on him. It's like come Tannehill on. Tannehill was like, slinging was slinging pigskin while like juniors and seniors were watching him in study hall. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Like, how, how, why do you want us to feel bad for you, bro? You went to flex your guns at the local academy. Good for you, dude. But no, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I get the point. I'm just being a dick. But like, well, I, I don't, get, I don't get the point because they did. Like, and, and one of the things I think with Luan, um last night is they he mentioned that it was like adversity that they had to overcome. It wasn't adversity. It, it technically it was. It's adversity. technically adversity, man. Okay. But, it, but it, it was the same sort of adversity as if. Plaxico, when Plaxico Burr shot himself in the foot and he had to fight his way out of prison and stuff like that and get, and get back. Like that's the kind of adversity it was like, it's yeah. all his fault. It's all their faults. So I don't know. It, it's, it was ridiculous to me. Tennessee looked good. I mean, I can't Pretty say good. they didn't, um, but yeah, I don't know. They're what four and oh. Yeah. And I, I, I think as of right now, I, I still think Buffalo's a better team at the end of the day. I know they just got curb stomped by Tennessee. Yeah, it wasn't close. I mean, it was, no, it was it a was curb not. stomp. It was a scoregami. Yeah. What was it, 42-16, something 42, like that? 42-16. I saw you, saw you uh, getting excited about scoregami. Of course That's I your did. favorite. You were, I you, that is Every time I see scoregami tweet, I'm always like, man, Shrove is probably so excited right now. Like, I, probably, I probably replied to it already every time you see it. Yeah, I, Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I would still put, if we're going like – I would say it's probably – I'm going to go Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, Cleveland after Kansas City and Baltimore. So three. So you have three AFC North teams in the top six. Yeah. And you're I mean, confident in that? Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, no, I, actually I'm not 100% confident in that because I don't believe in the Steelers 100% right now. So they here's – so we're, we're in similar situations. Hold on. Yeah, I, I, okay. We're in very similar situations. Okay. I look at the Bears. They're four and one. They're right behind the Packers, who are mm-hmm. undefeated, uh, at four and zero. They haven't beat anybody. I mean, yeah, they're, right. they're, but now they beat the Bucks, which I feel like that's a decent win. Like thumbs up. That's guys. a pretty good win, yeah. But it's not like you know, it's not like the Buccaneers or the NFL's tip-top standard. They're they're a mid-level team. It looks like through through yeah. five. So, yeah, I'm with you. I, I, the teams you and I hate the most. Are both what are are the Steelers also four and one? They're five and zero. Oh, they're undefeated, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they've, that's right. They are five and zero. They've literally, as far as I can remember, they've played teams with a combined total of two wins, because they played Philadelphia, who has one win, and they yep. played Houston, who now has one win. 
I'm pretty sure that they've only played two teams with a win. So they are four now. Uh, the Giants don't have a oh. win. Oh, because they didn't play. Ten- they were supposed to play Tennessee. Right, and, and that, that was about that, that so, yeah. game's in a few weeks now. Um, yeah. and then yeah, Denver's Denver doesn't have a win either. So you're you're absolutely correct. Um, it, I don't get it, man. Some teams have five games in the books. That Denver is zero two still. I, I, I the NFL is really confusing this year. Oh, they have more than they've played more than two games. It says they're zero and oh, maybe that was just when they played them. That was their record. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. case. Okay, I was gonna say they have more than. They're one and three, so yeah, the, the, uh, there's three wins of Steelers opponents. Right. I mean, and and listen, I understand the whole thing of like you can only play who's on the schedule. That's true. And, I, and honestly, I would say the same thing about Cleveland. I mean, they really haven't played anybody except for the Ravens, and they got curb stomped by the Ravens. So I don't. So you know, they did play the division leading Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Well, I almost have as many wins as the Dallas Cowboys. So that's that's true. As do I. Yeah. <laughs> that division is so. That division might legit have a seven win. Yeah, I know. I mean, we've been saying this already for a few weeks. That's how blatantly bad they've been to open the season. And now Dallas is probably done. But they, but they still look like the favorite to win the division. Wouldn't you trust uh, Andy Dalton more than anybody else in the division at this point? Uh, Eagles. I think the Eagles are going to get it right. So you think Philly wins that division still? Yeah, I don't. I mean, Philly was very close to beating Pittsburgh last week. Which once again, I don't know how much that's saying anything. Like, right. I, can you tell me who who Pittsburgh has this week? Yeah, can you search I that can, up? Because I, I, I mean, I, oh I Cleveland, I think they, yes, play, they Cleveland. play Cleveland. You're correct. Yeah. So I, I'm just I'm ready to see that to see you know because I don't listen. I, after seeing Cleveland's week one game against the Ravens and how awful they looked, I know it's week one. What it's the, the first week of a new system and all that yeah. kind of stuff. They didn't have a preseason. I I can't. I'm still not 100 percent behind the Browns. And I don't know how you feel about it, but yeah, I I, I think they've they've they're they're better. I think they're a playoff team. I really do. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I picked them to make the playoffs. Yeah, I, I I think they've come around from last year. It's been interesting to see how Kevin Stefanski has you know turned that offense in, into really productive as the Vikings offense goes <laughs> this year. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they just go straight downhill like a skier down a slope i mean it has been it has been quite the uh the turnaround for cleveland after that year with freddie kitchens i mean that was a dumpster fire yeah. in, in, inside of a uh you know a tornado it was bad um so uh, i'm pretty sure the tornado would probably put the fire out so but that's that no right? that it was that big of a fire the wind didn't even affect it okay yeah I, well look. maybe it would exacerbate it because that isn't fire with oxygen Ooh, it's a fiery tornado dude that sounds like oh, okay. some sci-fi it's like stuff sharknado now. that's what it yeah, is. yeah 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 that's, that's as bad as it was last year well listen i mean i mean i think that's probably the the extent of the contenders right now in the afc maybe you could throw houston in there if they get if they write the ship somehow dude they don't even have a head coach romeo cronell is their head coach okay but would you not agree that probably anybody would be better than bill o'brien I would agree. With uh, that. As a head coach, I don't know. I mean, well, JJ Watt seems to think so, so I guess I'll agree with him. Everybody seems to think so. Yeah, and I would say Houston and maybe Los Angeles, San Diego, San as Diego, still known in my head, Mr. Herbert. Yeah, I, I, mean, I like I, Herbert. I don't know that division's weird though too because you, did you even mention Las Vegas, who's three and two and just beat the Chiefs? Yeah, I, I'm not putting a whole lot of stock in them. I think really? they're a mid-level team, but I don't. Yeah, I don't. I mean, they, that was a great, amazing win. And they beat New Orleans, too, earlier this year. Yeah, they did, which New Orleans is also off to a rocky start. Um, they really shouldn't have won that game on Monday, but that's beside the point. Um, 
So, I mean, I think you've got a couple teams lurking in the shadows. I think those are the few teams in the AFC. Then if you want to put Houston, Los Angeles, and maybe Las Vegas, um, that's probably the extent of it. Um, now, I do want to jump to the NFC, though. Yeah. Because I want to talk about what, we, what you said the other day and what I replied to on Twitter. Because you made the bold claim, I think, what, it, what was it, last week, after the Monday night game last week? Um, or, or no, it was after the, thir- the Thursday night game, right? I think it was after the Thursday night game. I think you're correct. Was that was that Bears and Bucks? Thursday? Yeah, that was, that, that was after yeah. the Bears and Bucks game. Yeah. yeah, and you said, and and no, this is not a direct quote, but you basically said, "There's only two contenders in the NFC right now." I know it's Week Five, but there's only two contenders in the NFC right now. It's Green Bay and Seattle. And, and it doesn't look close, right? I mean, and of course, teams can come around, and that was my point of the tweet. Teams can peak when they're hot. Teams can peak at the right time. December and January, of course, being that right time. Do I think a team like New Orleans comes around and, and, and you know, it gets hot in December and January? Right. Sure. How about a team like, you know, the Rams? Do they get high and they look hot, really, to start this season? They do. That's why, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I, I, I don't think they're close to Seattle or, or Green Bay right now. Seattle stumbled a little bit this week, as we saw. but That defense is bad. No, it's not good. I'm not worried. I mean, as a Packers fan, I'm not worried about anybody. I think the Packers far and away look like the best team in the NFC, but I think the Seahawks are the only team worth mentioning close to them. I would say the Rams, honestly, look really good. Um, yeah, but and I think what sold me on them was I know it was a loss, but what sold me on them was that, that win again or that comeback against Buffalo, which ultimately yeah. resulted in a Bills win. But and that was that, their only loss. Yeah, and that's that's their only loss. But that game, obviously, when the pressure was high, we still saw that offense really go on a tear there, which is good to see this early in the season, especially mm-hmm. with no preseason. So. I, I just want to make sure they're not peaking at the wrong time, right? What if this just goes straight into the ground in two weeks and they go on a four-game skid? I'm not going there. Like, I, I don't believe in this whole peak at the wrong time. I, I, I don't know, man. This team is one of those that you cannot fully get a grip on, right? We know Sean McVay's a good coach. I don't think anybody's going to argue with that. Mm-hmm. We think Jared Goff looks a lot more like 2018 Jared Goff than he did 2019 Jared Goff when, you know, yeah. obviously he signed that huge contract. So – and, 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 you know, they don't have an arthritic knee in the backfield anymore, so that helps too. But he, <laughs> on the same note, though, Todd Gurley does look good in, in Atlanta so far for a really weird, a really bad team. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to put the la- the, the Lambs, the Rams at the, the Packers and, and Hawks level still. No, no I mean, li- listen, I do agree with you in the, in the sense that as of right now, if I'm, if I'm a betting man, which you are and I'm not um, – I'm putting Packers in Seattle. Those are the two teams I bet would be in the NFC Championship this year. And that would 100%. be a fun one. That would be a fun one too. It would be fun. Yeah. Um, however, I don't. I'm not 100% counting out the Bears. I don't think they're very good. They're still four and one. So I, I it's hard to say that they're bad at four and one. Um, but they they do have the same thing as we said about like the, kind of like the Steelers, kind of like the Browns. Yeah. Um, and then also the Cardinals are decent. I, I, they could they're they're a team that could easily peak mm. the Rams and man let me I'm really I, I'm sad for the 49ers I'm really sad for the 49ers that that's a team that had potential to go far this year again and the injuries are just ravaging them bad yeah I mean and I've said this a few times but when you look at that team you, you, you and you think back to last year you think of the best positional group that was their defensive line 
and DeForest Buckner getting traded this offseason, mm-hmm. then Solomon Thomas and Nick Bosa both lost for the season. That run defense is not what it was a year ago, and that offense just is not hitting on all cylinders the, the way it was a year ago because they didn't rely on Jimmy Garoppolo to do you know amazing things last year, and they didn't need to because right. they, they were that competent on both sides of the ball. But, yeah, it's, it's unraveled in, in big fashion this year. Now, I do want to say, like, let's – Fast forward a few weeks from from oh, from now because I think we need to pause in the 49ers a little bit because they could get something going. I think Garoppolo, he had a terrible week last week. He got benched, obviously. He's right. still not healthy. No. He Mostert, who was very, very good. That was his first game back last week. I don't think he's at 100% either. So I think – and then you obviously have George Kittle. Like, that. I mean – Yeah, but it's not like their schedule eases up, Vic. I mean, look, no. they play in the toughest division in football, so they've got six dates a year. Uh, Against the Rams, Cardinals, uh, and Seahawks. Uh, I don't think they're the toughest division in football. I think that's the AFC North, but that's – uh, Okay, I, I see I see four teams that could make the playoffs in the uh, NFC West versus three that could in the North uh, of the AFC. Yeah. Well, if you want to say the 49ers are going to peak, then yeah. If the 49ers get better, You're making then, yeah, the argument right that, now yeah. that they could go on a roll. So I'm, I'm saying they could, and I think – I, I'm not saying they will. I think they could. I think we need to. I think so. Too many people are going ahead and kind of counting the 49ers out. I think no, you were one of those people. Their season's not over. But yeah, and I, and uh, I think they've got a they, lot of work to do if they even want to be in the playoff picture, though. Yeah, they do. But I, I think it's very possible. And I'm, I'm not a 49ers fan by any stretch of the imagination. But that's a, that's a fun team, and I love watching that defense last year. I'm not the biggest Nick Bosa guy personally. Probably what's going to be their demise because he is he is that team. Um, I mean, he's the heart and soul of that defense, the heart and soul of that team, really. Um, but I think that that's still a team we need to keep keep an eye on moving forward. So I, I think, like I was saying, and to finish up this point, I think the Packers and the Seahawks are right now the top two contenders. But there's some some teams lurking in the shadows over there that you 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 need to keep an eye. You can't be putting both headphones in and, w- and walking down the street and you think you're going to get home safely. You're right. Like there's teams oh, wow. waiting wow. to jump. Great analysis. So, yeah. Yeah. And and to be fair, this might ruffle some feathers with you. I don't know. It's not like the Packers have had the hardest schedule either. You yeah. Know, see, I mean, it hasn't been. It hasn't good. been terribly tough you're, you're right, right with that offense i mean you, you've got two divisional wins against detroit and minnesota mm-hmm. to yep. open the season that's always good to get two divisional wins to open the season new orleans a contender in the nfc every year that's a good yep. win on the road uh yeah obviously atlanta isn't a good team but i mean that they were fighting for their season in that monday night game mm-hmm. and, and yeah i mean, I mean once it's another thing of like you can only play who's on the schedule and i think that offense looks really really good aaron Rodgers has a legit mvp shot I, you know me I'm not going to talk about MVP till about week eight. Like I'm not going to go that far. Okay, but, but he's but he's the front runner right now. Yeah, yeah. Him or Russell Wilson? It's neck and neck. I would who's, imagine. Who's number three? <sighs> I don't want to say it, but it kind of looks like it could be Josh Allen. After last night, I'm not sure, but. It looks like it could be Josh Allen. Yeah, last before last night, I would have said it's easily Josh Allen in third place. Uh, but last night didn't help his case too much. You're right. It didn't. But he th- that team's going to be fine. That team's good. And, uh, I mean, they've got that division almost locked up. All right, pop quiz. Yeah. All right, uh, name three of the quarterbacks in the top five for passing yards this year. Uh, Dak Prescott. You got it. Uh, uh, let's actually – well, we'll talk about him after this. Okay. Yeah, because I know he. I think he was. He his passing yards was 
decimating. Um, he was he was far and away number one. He's got yeah. about three hundred. Well, he had I mean a lot more yards than Josh Allen did. He's he, oh, well, I just ruined number two. So there you go. Okay, Josh Allen. Uh, in number three, I'm either gonna say Aaron Rodgers or uh, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is number five. Uh, Aaron Rodgers okay. is not in the top five. Which okay, I'll get to that. Uh, I mean, I Aaron, Aaron Rodgers had a buy this this. That's true. Didn't think about that. Uh, Russell. You got it. He is number three. Okay. Who's number four? Passing uh, It's easy. You can get it. It's easy. Is it a good quarterback? Is it Mahomes? It, it is. It is indeed Mahomes. Okay. You got it. Those are your top now, five. Now, I do want to say, and this is obviously the early season. Later on in the season, the, the top five passing yards leaders are going to be guys who probably aren't on very good football teams. And this is one thing I want to mention is that People try for some odd reason to act like passing yards is a stat that like whoever has the most passing yards is the best quarterback. That's not true. Like if your team is good, you're gonna you're not gonna be throwing the ball 45 times a game. Like you're not gonna have that many passing yards because the only reason you're gonna have that much that many passing yards is because your team's behind and you're trying to right. catch up. So I'm sick and tired of like people always say that you know not to bring up Lamar Jackson, but people always say. You know, he's not that good of a quarterback because he doesn't have the most passing yards. But, like, if you look at last year, uh, pop quiz, who led the league in passing yards last year? Jameis Winston. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, and what is he doing right now? Alex? He is uh, he is the third-string quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, right. Which, is he Let technically the backup, but they he's use the they use uh, Taysom Hill? I'm so anti-Taysom Hill. I'm yeah, so, so uh, he's a huge right topic here in Green Bay, right? He gets brought up all the time because former That's, Packer. So. Okay. Uh, and we let him go to New Orleans, obviously. Uh, I shouldn't say we. I'm not a part of the Packers. But the Packers mm-hmm. let him go. Well, walk. technically, I mean, the, the city owns the Packers, you know. So. Uh, well, the fans own the Well, technically, uh, yeah, you know, I'm actually not a shareholder. I'm not even going to lie. I, we, I can am not, I, we can pretend I'm a Packers owner, but I'm not. Um, but, but yeah, so he, he obviously going into that New Orleans game, he was huge topic. And then he had the game, uh, I mean, deciding fumble, essentially. So, uh, well, However, I mean, I, then he ended up scoring the game. Tying touchdown, right? No, game that was th- that was this week. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about last week. Yeah. I'm yeah. talking against the their game against the Packers a couple yeah, yeah, weeks yeah. back. Yeah, the game static fumble. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm kind of on the anti Taysom Hill bandwagon. I don't like want okay. him out of the league because I think he can kind no, of be I, entertaining sometimes. But the the problem is that like the last two years, and including this year, it's 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 probably far and away the worst it's ever been this year. But, like, the last two years, he has been a topic of conversation like crazy. Like, everybody yeah. loves Taysom. The, the announcers, the commentators, they all love Taysom Hill so much. They bring him up, like, left and right, just right. always talking about Taysom Hill. And, I honestly, I'm not going to say he hurts the New Orleans Saints, but he kind of hurts the New Orleans Saints. I'm going to be honest. I Because here's the thing, and I think they kind of mentioned it on the broadcast this week, is there was there – was, towards the end of the game – there was a time, uh, and it might have been an overtime, I can't remember, but they brought him in on a second down to run that same, you know, pl- wildcat-type play where he ran it, he got the ball and just ran it, like because he, he scored that touchdown. I think it was the game-time touchdown. Yep. The same, and they did the exact same play later on in overtime, I believe it was. And then Drew Brees – and they did, it, it went nowhere, and then Drew Brees came back in, and then he was, you know, going to throw the ball or whatever. Like, and to me, it just messes with their momentum. And it's the same thing I've talked so, about. Like, so I guess, do you blame that more on Sean Payton or, or Taysom Hill? I'd, I'd put more blame on, on Payton for making those play choices rather. Because they're trying no, to I'm, mix I'm, it up. They're trying to catch the 
you know, the defense yeah, I mean, off yes. guard. But when they do it ten times a game, you, you know, right? When Taysom yes. Hill comes in the game and Drew Brees goes out, you know the ball's going to Hill, and he's probably not going to throw it. That's the problem, is because he can't throw the ball. Yeah, <laughs> like he's he people he's not he's not a quarterback. For some reason, people act like he's a quarterback. He I don't even unless he's gotten one this year, he doesn't have a passing touchdown. Maybe he's gotten one this year at this point. I don't know. Um, but he doesn't he he doesn't throw the ball. So you never have to worry about that. And and what I find weird is like if you I don't know how much of the game you watched on Monday, but uh, I watched all of it almost. Okay. Yeah. So I mean you remember that the, the game tying touchdown that he scored. Yes, correct. You he did nothing special on that play. He literally just ran to the right and it was right. pretty much open. That whole like, the, 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 yeah, but he no, but listen, listen, yes. listen here, here's my point is he did that play, scored the touchdown, and everybody went wild. And everybody hopped, and so many people hopped back on the Taysom Hill bandwagon after that one play, right? Because he, you know, he scored the game time touchdown. Oh, look at Taysom Hill. But if you 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 easily could have handed that off to a running back, gotten the same play, and that running back, if Latavius Murray did that, he's not getting any kind of credit. Right. right. And, and it's like Latavius Murray could do that better than Taysom Hill could. Okay, so, that's fair. That's fair. I think Taysom Hill, because of who he is, what he looks like, all that kind of stuff, his position, people act like he's some kind of god. But really, he's just a worse Tim Tebow. That's oh, wow. He's, wow, he's a worse Tim Tebow. He, can't, he, he can do what Tim Tebow could do without throwing the ball as good as Tim Tebow. And obviously, we know he, Tim Tebow can't throw the ball very well. That's Pittsburgh fair. play aside. That's fair. That's so. fair. Okay, I like that Taysom Hill take. That was enjoyable. I'm glad we got that in. Yeah. All right, uh, we do this every week on the podcast. We're picking five games that I've selected uh, from this weekend's slate of the NFL schedule. Not, not a Thursday night game this week. Kansas City is, is going to Buffalo. Yeah, they play, they play Monday at, at uh, yeah. 5 p.m. Eastern. So that's definitely what it was, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, obviously you can't have the Bills play on Tuesday and then come back and play on so, Thursday. So. By the way, that game on Monday between the Chiefs and the Bills kicks off at 2 p.m. in, in, in California on the West Coast. Yeah. That's what I don't understand. Even if you think about it, even like uh, Monday night games normally kick off at what eight? Yeah. So it's five o'clock in California. That's just weird. Like people are getting off work while the game's kicking off. Yeah. Like that's that's weird. weird to me. That's but, weird. That's weird. Sorry for you, West Coast people. Yeah, me as well. If you're uh, if you're tuning in, shout out San Diego. All right, let's do it. Uh, first one. I I actually so I say I random or I select these. I select these off the cuff. So let's just pick five good ones, shall we? All right. Uh, let's start. Let's start with the Houston Texans going to Tennessee to take on the Titans. Okay. Who you got? You want to pick? Okay. Um, hmm. I'm picking Houston. Are you in an upset? I'm going with upset, yeah. Okay. I like it. Uh, I'm going to go with Tennessee, but I, I was curious to see if you'd go that route. I thought you would. Yeah, I just can't. Because we all know, at least I, I, I know, I don't know if anybody else knows this. Maybe I'm the only one. Um, Houston is not a one in four football team, whatever they are. One, yeah, one in four. One They're in not four, a one yeah. in four football team. Like, yeah. come on. No, I agree. Um, I, so I, I think, that, and, and I don't think Tennessee is a five and zero oh football team. I think they're good, but I don't think they're five and zero. Oh, so yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, yeah, but I, I'd still, I'd still go Tennessee. I just think they're a smidge well, better. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's gonna be a really good game because it yeah. is, it's a divisional matchup and really. It's gonna be at the end of the season. I think it's gonna be two teams who are fighting for first place. And you Even don't think Houston it's is, Indianapolis? 
No, Philip Rivers is not exciting me at all. <laughs> no, he he really likes to, uh, you know, almost lose ball games a lot. So it really doesn't. Yeah. It makes no sense to me that they didn't go after Cam Newton, but that's beside the point. Yeah, it they also makes no get, sense to me either. They decided to get Philip Rivers instead of Cam Newton. Hey, man, we could say the same thing about the Bears, but so be it, I guess. Uh, well, let's Nick go Bears to MVP. So. Yeah. Anyway, fair. Big Dick Nick, uh, you know, just because of his nickname is going to get MVP votes probably. Uh, Ravens at Eagles. Your Ravens are playing at the Eagles. I think I know where you're going to go, but I want your breakdown. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, it's going to be the Ravens. Um, the Eagles are still figuring it out. But I do – what worries me is that, that the Ravens offense is not going to be clicking for a while. They don't look good. I mean, just plain and simple. I know – I mean – they they beat the Bengals twenty seven to three last week and I'm not really satisfied neither are they because the offense looks oh, bad. Wow, well, you talked um, to them, yeah. Well, I mean, from the press conference, you you, you let them know you weren't satisfied, and they no, said I'm, you're right, Victor. We're not. Neither are you. Phrase that made it seem like that, but no, I personally on my couch was not satisfied watching the game on Sunday, um, and them playing in the football game were also not satisfied from what I can tell, um, but I think. This needs to be the game. They, they get it clicking. Like I, I just want to see that offense get get a little bit better. Yeah. And I think the Eagles' defense is still pretty porous. So we'll see what happens. I don't know, but I, I think it's going to be the Ravens. Yeah. I like it. Uh, yeah, I'm also going Ravens. I, I just think you know, I, I don't know. Philly's not good. That whole division isn't good. I'm going to pick yeah, I mean, anytime and, they play. Just about any time they play out of division, I, I'm going to pick the team that's not in the NFCs. That's a good, good, yeah. That's a good strategy. Good strategy the rest of the yeah. year, I think. <laughs> uh, the next one, let's go. Let's stay in the AFC North. Cleveland at Pittsburgh. That's a big one. It is. That's that's going to be exciting, I think. And I, I think the winner of this game is going to be real, in my opinion, and the losers is going to be frauds. So that's Ooh. that's where I'm at. I'm going to go Pittsburgh, though. I don't believe no. in Baker Mayfield. I wow. just don't. And I mean, Pittsburgh's wide receivers of Pittsburgh. I don't know how they do it. Every all the time, they just come from nowhere. They just come from nowhere. I don't get get it. Third and fourth round wide receivers, and they turn out to be stars. Yeah, I mean, they got Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Chase Claypool over there. Chase Claypool, who I mean, just had an absolutely bananas week. Just won AFC Offensive Player of the Week, as he should. I mean, he should almost win it for two weeks with that performance. I mean, that's a good two-week stretch when he ended in that one game. So, yeah, right. uh, Ridiculous uh, for Chase Claypool. I'm going Pittsburgh. It's going to be 5-0, I think. Wow. Uh, I didn't expect you to pick the Steelers. I I think I'm also going Pittsburgh. I'm really impressed with them this year. And uh, maybe maybe they are the third best team in the AFC. I, I still don't know if they're better than Baltimore. I'm excited for that first matchup. Yeah. But uh, I will go I will go Pittsburgh as well. We're going to pick six games this week. Uh, okay. Green Bay at Tampa Bay we have to pick. And uh, okay. <laughs> I, I think – I hope you go the right direction. Yeah. Uh, I want to go with upset here. But I'm not going to. Th- I think Green Bay's probably got it. Not – I mean, if Tom Brady's going to be forgetting the down he's on and stuff, then I unbelievable. I can't go. I can't go with Tampa Bay in this one. So yeah, I, I understand entirely. Yeah, but I'm I think also, it's going to be a good game. I really do. Now get this: uh, Green Bay only favored by like two and a half points right now. If they yeah. win by a field goal, they cover. So uh, like to hear that. I think Green Bay wins by at least three. Uh, they haven't been keeping games mm-hmm. very close. Uh, sometimes at the end, gets a little too close for comfort, but right. 
they should they should win by by seven to ten. I would think Green Bay should. So that's what uh, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm 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 rolling with uh, the MVP Aaron Rodgers Sunday night. Oh, wow. Whatever. Okay. Did you did you hear what that was? Did you hear that? Yeah. Well, what was that? Are you, are you alone there? Yeah, that was no. I mean, yes, but it was outside. It was like a moped oh, okay. or something. I don't know what happened there. Oh, it didn't okay. sound good, though. Uh, Sunday night, Rams at Niners. I assume you'll go Rams as well? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I have to, unless until the Niners get it together. I mean, they looked awful against the Dolphins. That was I the think, worst showing of the year by any team. Yeah, it was, it was really bad. And I, I, I – I think a lot of it is to, to it has to do with the injuries and yeah. the guys not being a hundred percent. But I mean, until they look a little bit better than that, I'm probably not going to pick them in any game. That's fair <laughs> enough. Last but not least, uh, the Monday night game we were just talking about. It's Chiefs at Bills. Two teams that were undefeated last week now each coming off of a loss. Uh, one team's going to, I mean, more than likely go on a two game skid. So this is a big game for momentum purposes for both teams, the reigning Super Bowl champs and the Bills who are looking to get their first AFC East title in a very long time. Yeah. That, I think this this is, in my opinion, this is the game of the week. I'd agree with I, you. I, I think most people would. Um, you know, I don't, I don't see Mahomes losing two in a row. I don't. I don't either. It's a primetime game. I think, I mean, Mahomes is clearly when the lights shine bright, he, that dude balls out. Um, he loses more 1 p.m. games than he, than he does 8 p.m. games. I don't know if that's a real stat, but I think that's, it is. That's got to be a real stat. <laughs> um, so I, I think I think Chiefs probably got that one. Yeah, I'm going to go with you with, with, with Mahomes. I can't pick against him uh, after losing last week. The Chiefs, to me, probably still the best team in the NFL. I mean, I wouldn't be saying that if I was doing weekly power rankings. I don't think it'd be the Chiefs number one this week for obvious reasons, but they're still, I mean, you can't count them out. So, I agree. I think they take care of business on Monday. But that turns into interesting situations for Buffalo. I mean, now they're, they've got two losses. That makes them four and two through six weeks. There's still two games over 500, so that's, that's fine and dandy. But uh, that's still a two-game losing uh, – I don't know if we call that a, a streak, more of a skid. Yeah, um, okay, there you go. But, yeah, uh, so that, that hopefully they can they can get out of their, that little slump. But Well, we will the see. lucky thing for them is that they uh, are playing in the same division that the Patriots have dominated for the last 15 Yeah, times. again, yeah, so. they, they, play, they play the Jets twice, and they yeah. may be the worst team in football. I'd probably say they are. Do, do the Jets and Giants play each other? Uh, do no, know, do I don't that? think so, but that would be fantastic. Because I'm, I'm going to be honest, I think there's a chance we could see two New York teams going 0-16. I think it's very possible. Could you imagine if the city of New York, or I guess the state of New Jersey, whatever you want to say, um, has to endure, <laughs> endure an 0-32 record? That would be like that? absolutely groundbreaking. The city would, brown, would burn down. It's New York, man. They, they take their sports very seriously. They do. They do. And, 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 we Do you think Mike little... Francesa would have an aneurysm? I'm pretty sure he's already had a couple of those. Yeah, he's not on the air anymore, but he'd still uh... – Is he not on the air officially? He's not on the air officially. He's, he, off, I, he's off FAN now. I'm pretty sure there for a while he announces his retirement every few months, and then he never he never goes through with it. Yeah. So like, I'm glad to hear he's finally off the air. No yeah, offense. he's, he's been off the air. Congratulations in retirement, Mike. Um, He's not my favorite guy to listen to, but congrats on the long career. Mikey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Breaking news. Nick Saban has tested positive for COVID-19. Oh, okay. 
So uh, we can get a live reaction to that. Uh, that left team facility immediately after being told. Uh, Alabama is supposed to play number three, I believe, Georgia on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I'm uh, that game won't be happening. By the way, the Florida game also got postponed. I saw that. They had 21 yeah. positives. Um, can I just mention here, I don't know if you've ever said it on the show before, um, but uh, college football playing right now is really dumb. Oh, really and your Tar Heels are ranked number five, by the way. They are, which for whatever, for whatever that's worth, I, they're not playing anybody good. So I, congratulations to them. I'm happy for them. But there's, there's no, there was absolutely no reason for college to play this year. That It makes no sense. They really don't. I mean, the, the students aren't on campuses in most places. Yeah, that's like, fair. Yeah. So why are the athletes on campus? I don't know. I mean, I know guys like Trevor Lawrence were, like, pushing to play this year. And, um, you know, has Wisconsin played yet? No, their first game is not this weekend but the following. Which, by the way, have you seen Ohio State? They're ranked third <laughs> in the country, and they haven't played a game. Just so but you know. Are you disagreeing with that? Yeah, I'm disagreeing with that. That's ridiculous. Let them play one game, let them be 1-0, and oh, and then we can put them at three. Like, why are they at three right now? That's dumb. I mean, that's fair, but it's such a weird year where, like, you can't leave them out of the rankings. Okay, Shrove, if, if – the if You just want to, them to be out of the rankings so that no, the Tar they, Heels are in the college football <laughs> playoff. If they, if they were to postpone the conference's season, the Big Ten season, would would the Ohio State end up making the, the college football playoff? Well, no, but I mean, I'm just saying that's by your logic. They don't no, play that, a game. But that's just if they were postponing the season, they're not. But they're going to play. It's only going to be that way for a couple weeks. Okay, you but can, what if they postpone? They, they postpone the season until December, right? So they play, start playing games beginning of December. Would Ohio State well, make then, the, then make the I, I, that, No, no. See, no. it's ridiculous. Exactly. They're all ending their season around the same time. Obviously, the, the conferences that started earlier will end earlier, but the, the col- it'll work out. I'm, 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 I'm pretty it'll optimistic. The, the whole thing is just idiotic to me, and I think it's just dumb for the simple fact that you're playing what ten games, maybe a little less than that. I don't remember. I think it's like eight, yeah. Um, and you're only playing your conference, so it's just I don't know. It's just weird, but it is whatever. weird. It is weird. All right, you got it all um, out. Any anything else you need to vent about? Well, you did mention we were going to talk about Dak Prescott, and we never did. So Dak really Prescott uh, got injured uh, on Sunday, obviously. His season's over. That was bad. Did, did you hear Tony Romo say he hopes worry. it's just it, a cramp? It was just a cramp. So oh, my worry. goodness. He'll be fine. Horrible. Yeah, that was yeah, bad call, bad. Tony. As we're I looking mean, at his ankle sideways, yeah. To be fair, Tony didn't see that angle, I guess, obviously. But, obviously. Uh, yeah, that was bad. Um, I, I mean, I feel terrible for the guy in, in a contract year or two, like – I don't. I don't know if the Cowboys are really going to end up going anywhere because they. I mean, the defense is so bad. But so let me ask you this quick. Yeah. Do are Dak Prescott's days in Dallas over? Do you think? No. I don't think so either. Because what I think is, I, I imagine Jerry's going to sign him to a contract extension this offseason. Yeah, I think so too. Because I, I mean, he he looked he he looked good. Like this year, he looks good. He looked pretty good last year too. Yeah. I I, um, I I like Dak Prescott. I think he was absolutely, you know, yeah. pre-injury a franchise quarterback, a guy you want on your team. But I think he deserves better than the Dallas Cowboys. To be that's frank. fair. I, I think he deserves to be on a team, an organization that's a little more uh, uh, stable, I guess. Not so insane. Do, do you have a pitch? Where would you like to see Dak Prescott play football? Oh, that's a good question. Uh. I, I mean, I hate to say it because it's it's in the the AFC, 
really I have two that I think he would, I think it would be fun to see him with. Um, number one is I think if he went to Indianapolis, that'd be kind of fun. Oh, that would be fun. And number two, you're not going to like it. If he went to Chicago, that'd be nice. Imagine dad getting, getting Allen Robinson, getting some of those weapons on offense. Yeah. I think it'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. And I mean, obviously, that's not a very good. I don't love either, it. So, how about Minnesota, man? He would be, he would be great in that offense. That would be fun too. It would be great. I would love it. Offense. I mean, and to be fair, I think he needs to go somewhere where they have an elite running back, like they do in Dallas. So, I mean, Minnesota would fit. Dalvin Carolina, Cook is really good. Carolina would be kind of fun. Yeah. DJ Moore, uh, Robbie Anderson, Christian McCaffrey, obviously. Mike obviously. Davis looks Mike, really good. Mike Davis does look really good. Yeah. yeah. Carolina's kind of surprising us a couple, couple people. Yeah, yeah, they're three and out without McCaffrey. Uh, how many? How many? How many games do they win this year? They're, they're, they're three and two. What do you think? Seven, six. I don't even think they get that high. Yeah. I, I still think they go six and ten. However, I will say I thought they were going to be thirty-first in the league this year. I thought they were going to be the the second worst. Who, who'd you think was going to be the worst? Jacksonville. Good, good pick. Me as well. Yeah, and then yeah. the Jets were right above them, I believe. So yeah. Yeah, they're they're right there too. All right, Vic, uh, appreciate your time. I know you've got other podcasts to do because you're you're a big deal. I think I'm famous. I think I think you are a little bit. Uh, I think that's what it is. So so famous that you could talk about unscheduled football with me for an hour. Appreciate it. At Freezeal33 on Twitter is where you can find Vic. Thanks, Vic. Thanks, Rolf. Love you, buddy. Love you too, man. This is fun. It was.